0: Welcome back, everybody. Hope you guys are doing awesome. I just got back from Jamaica two days ago, and man, oh man, I feel relaxed and rejuvenated. It was so, so needed. It was honestly such an incredible trip. And Gaytan and I are already planning when we are going back, which will most likely be in either February or maybe May of next year. I cannot wait. It was so good, guys. So, so good. We went to Couples Negril, which we've been there before. And I highly, highly recommend this resort very, very much. But, you know, to be quite honest, I always feel a little hesitant to recommend the resort. And here's why. Because, first of all, Gayton and I love Caribbean food. Love, love, love it. And they do a lot of Caribbean food there, which is amazing. They have their jerk chicken and jerk pork and ackee and saltfish and callaloo and oxtail. And of course they have other things as well, right? They have a little bit of something, something for everybody, but specifically with the food, you know, that's one of the reasons why we love going there is because they cook Caribbean food. If you're going to Jamaica, expect to eat Jamaican food. Jamaican food, like Caribbean food is really like my last meal. Like really, if I had the option of like, what is my last meal? It would honestly be like rice and peas, jerk chicken and Callaloo and oxtail. Like I love it so much. And so that's one of the reasons why we go there is because they do a lot of local food. They, you know, really cook to their culture and also the resort. It's a small resort. We've been there before in May. And then we obviously have been in September and it's not like, Overly busy and crowded, especially September. Like this is the first time I've ever been to Jamaica in September. I've been to Jamaica probably seven or eight times, specifically to Negril and once to Montego Bay, and I will always go back to Negril. It's just the beaches are so insanely beautiful. In fact, they are, I think like one of the top seven beaches in the world to visit. And so, you know, it's a small resort and it's it was not busy this time of year. It was incredible. It was just so nice and quiet, peaceful, quiet, so relaxing, exactly what we needed. And I also love specifically with the resort. The owners of the resort are really conscious about giving back to their community. They're also, you know, really implementing measures like for environmental concerns and, you know, for really protecting the environment. So, for example, they have reusable straws. They also have water bottles in your rooms that you get to keep with you so you can refill your water throughout the week and you know they're really making a conscious effort in that in that case, and it, I, that's really important to me. and also, they are this is kind of a random fact. I don't know if it's the owners or the manager specifically, but she is really, really in love with cats. <laughs> and obviously, you guys know I love cats. and so it's funny because There's a lot of cats on the resort. There was like a good, maybe six or seven of them that I always saw around. They would like come hang around you around breakfast time and then at dinner, because obviously they were looking for food. And so there was you know, quite a few cats on the resort. They were so sweet and so friendly. And I can't remember, again, if it's the owner or if it's the manager, she's really obsessed with cats and she makes a really conscious effort to bring in a vet and make sure they're spayed or neutered. And she takes care of them and they have what's called their cat cafe. It's like these little, just like these little huts on either side of the resort where the cats can go and they have food every day. And it's just, it just makes me feel so good knowing that the cats are actually taken care of and that there's people there that love them just as much as I do. So it's really, really sweet to know that. So I love that resort so much and I do highly recommend it. But again, if you don't love Caribbean food, then, you know, it might not be the place that you want to go to. So for example, Last year, we went to the Ryu in Montego Bay. And, you know, the Ryu is like Spanish owned. And so they do a lot of more like, I guess, Spanish type cuisine. And not necessarily Spanish type, it's just that it's, they do a lot of imported food. So when we were there last year, like, we couldn't get oxtail, we couldn't get fresh mango. Like, it was so wild. So much of it was imported. And we literally had to pay one of the chefs to go and get us like real local food, which is really interesting. So that's more of the difference is that I find the Ryu, they do a lot more imported, whereas something like, you know, couples, they're really specific to like their culture and whatnot, which is important to me. So just an FYI. And if you want to go and have some alone time with your loved one, it is so amazing and so beautiful there. So anyhow, let's dive in to our episode today. Today is a little bit different. So two weeks ago, what I did was maybe you saw it. I'm not sure. In our private Facebook group, our Healthy Hormones for Women podcast community group, what we did, what I did was I went ahead and recorded a few Facebook lives. I did a Facebook live on like sugar detoxing and your sugar cravings and you know how you can really combat them. And then I also did a Facebook live on what I call the Hormonals Charlie's Angels. This is your quarter All your thyroid and your estrogen. And so I recorded this inside the Facebook group. And again, maybe you caught it, maybe you didn't, but I thought that it might be really great to share it here on the podcast today because there was some really valuable information that I shared and just really diving into adrenal health and thyroid and estrogen. And I thought you might really, really appreciate it. So I hope the audio quality is good. Again, it is coming from a Facebook Live. And you might hear me answering, you know, some people's questions or welcoming people because again, it was a live video. So people were joining me live and yeah, so it'll be a little bit different, but I think you guys are going to get a lot of value out of it. And I did share a little bit of detail about my hormonal health story, and it's a really important story that you hear because I really hope that it helps you to connect the dots with your health. And so I actually don't think I've shared it before on this podcast yet, but I dive into it into this Facebook live live. So this is how you repurpose content. This is perfect. And I will also, if you guys are interested, if you're interested in hearing the, you know, sugar detox and sugar cravings and how to combat them and that Facebook live, I can also upload that as a podcast episode as well. So let's dive in. I really hope you guys enjoy it. And If you have any questions, come find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. And we will definitely have some upcoming Q&A episodes. So if you've got anything that you'd like me to answer, then share that with me over there. And that's that, guys. Let's dive in. And I really hope you enjoy my Facebook Live slash podcast episode on Hormonals Charlie's Angels. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. Oh my God, I've been trying to come on here and I keep getting booted out from Facebook Live. So let's hope that that doesn't happen again and bear with me because sometimes this happens and Facebook is just, I don't know, it's just doing its thing. So anyhow, if you're here say hi in the comment box. Just let me know that you're here. If you're watching this after the fact and you have questions, awesome. Then you can post your questions below afterwards. Today, I'm going to share a little bit about my hormonal health story and I've got some notes over here in case you see me looking. So I want to share a little bit about my hormonal health story, and I want to dive into the Hormonals Charlie's Angels, which is your cortisol, your thyroid, and your estrogen. And we're going to do just a nice little chat about those and what happens when they're out of balance and how you feel and all that kind of stuff. So first, we're going to start off with my hormone story. And the reason I want to share this story with you is because Number one, hold on. Wait, before I dive in, if you're here, please say hi and let me know that you can hear me because that would suck if you can't actually hear me, okay? So I'm going to dive into my hormonal health story. And the reason I want to share this with you is because it will help you to connect the dots with your own hormonal health. And, you know, I think that sometimes we are whatever, maybe in our 30s, our 20s, our 30s, our 40s, our 50s, our 60s, whatever it is, we have a variety of, you know, age groups in in our Facebook group. And we get to this age and then we were like, hit with all of these symptoms or these hormonal imbalances and this weight gain and all this stuff starts to happen and then we start to wonder like oh my god like how did this happen to me overnight and it didn't happen overnight it's been accumulating over the years and so I really want to share my hormonal health story with you so that you can connect the dots for yourself because that's basically what's happening here right with my health with my autoimmune Hashimoto's it's been a lifelong journey of getting that diagnosis and all the things that had happened in the past that has led to where I am now. And so, if I share my story, I really hope it just helps to connect the dots for yourself so that you can really look back into your health history and see where some of these issues may have arose, okay? So, number one, I was a C-section baby and I was formula fed. So, if you're a C-section baby, you do not pass through the birth canal, you don't pick up all of that good healthy bacteria that builds your gut, that builds your immune system. Also, I was formula fed. Now, I'm 36 years old, so I'd like to think that 36 years ago when my mom was formula feeding me, they had better formula on the market than what they do now because back then there wasn't all these crazy herbicides, pesticides, insecticides and all the stuff that was used the way that it is now. So I was breastfed for I think maybe three months and then my mother switched me over to formula. And then, like I said, I was a C section baby. And so my gut and my immune system right from birth took a hit. And then I was put on, you know, different antibiotics or over the counter medications and things like that as I got older. You know, my parents did what they knew best. If I got sick and if I had a cold or flu or whatever it was, like they just wanted me to get better. They wanted me to be okay and they would put me on antibiotics or take me to the doctor or whatever it was. And that's fine. But unfortunately, you know, those things really do impact your gut and they start to cause a lot of issues with your microbiome and the good bacteria and your bad bacteria. And there has, and right there, that plays a really big role on your gut health and your immunity, right? So there, my immune system took another hit. And then I did go on the birth control pill for about seven or eight years. And the pill, it causes a ton of gut issues, totally impacts your gut microbiome and all your good bacteria. It impacts liver detoxification, your thyroid, it shuts down ovulation and impacts your digestion and it causes a ton of nutrient deficiencies. And so, you know, another hit to my gut and my immune system. I also caught a parasite on vacation when I was in my early 20s. I was in Cuba, I remember it. And when I got back from that trip, that's when it really showed up for me and all my symptoms. I got really sick and I um, was like in the bathroom constantly and I couldn't eat anything for like months and I lost a lot of weight and I felt really ill. I had to go on antiparasitics and I also did a lot of natural therapies as well, but it was really to that point where you know, I had to take, I had to heal my body. I had to get better and I couldn't keep food down or anything. So I went on the antiparasitics, but I also, like I said, did some really great natural therapies as well. And so I did the best of both. But again, that parasite, you know, impact my gut health, my immune system, your immune system lives in your gut guys. So if you've got autoimmune issues going on, you've got to address the gut. And then, of course, stress, right? Running and owning a business. I love what I do over here at Holistic Wellness, and we built this great company. And it's wonderful, and I'm passionate about what I get to do every day, but it's still busy. I have lots of things on my plate, lots of projects, lots of stuff to do and it's stressful, you know, having a to-do list of like 25 different things to do. I think I might have said this yesterday, like in the live video, if you watched it, you know, having a to-do list of like 25 different things to do, your body can't differentiate between a to-do list. That's like super long or like running from a lion in the jungle, right? Like it's all a stressor to your body. So whether you're fired up from like work and this to-do list or fired up from running from a tiger, you know, it's stress to the body and it's going to really take a toll on your immune system. And so this is what led to in 2017, me having an autoimmune Hashimoto's diagnosis. So it's not like it happened overnight. It's been something that's been happening. And you know, over the years, it's been this accumulation of all of these things that's been going on in my life. And so that's what has led, you know, to the diagnosis. And so I know sometimes we think like, oh, like this just came out of nowhere. What happened? And that's not the case. You got to look back into your health history and really see like all these different areas where things really could have gone wrong and started to impact, you know, your health and your hormones and your gut and your immune system and all that kind of stuff. You know, maybe you caught like some kind of viral infection or bacterial infection or parasite infection, something. And these can really start to, uh, if you don't heal them appropriately, you know, they can really start to show up in later years in your life. So I really wanted to share that with you. Sandy, she tried my banana muffins today. They're delicious. Awesome. Thanks so much for sharing that. They are my favorite. I do love them. So I wanted to share that with you guys today because I want you to connect the dots for yourself, right? And I often think like hearing somebody else's story can really help to empower us And help us make the connection for ourselves. And so I really wanted to share that with you. But what we're going to dive into is the hormonals, Charlie's angels, and that is your cortisol, your estrogen and your, and your thyroid. In fact, I would add a fourth one here and that's insulin and blood sugar, because these are really the four areas where I see women have the most issues going on. And so let's dive into cortisol, cortisol hold on one second. I just want to make sure you guys can hear me. Nobody has said anything yet. So I think we're good. So Sandy, if you're still there, let me know if you can hear me. Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about cortisol. We're also going to talk about thyroid and estrogen. And I want to, we call these the hormonals, Charlie's angels. And uh, what I want to do is kind of just give you an overview of what these hormones do and then how you're going to feel if they're really out of balance and some simple strategies you can do to support them. Okay. So cortisol. It's a very smart, no nonsense strategic thinking hormone, and it's really alerting your nervous system to threats. So, if, like I said earlier, if you're in the jungle and you're running from a tiger, cortisol is going to be your best friend, right? You're going to have like an increased heart rate, you might start sweating. You probably experienced something like this before. Like, think about like being in your car and There's a crazy person driving towards you and you're going to get hit, right? You have to avoid that cortisol and adrenaline is going to come to work and you want that. It's going to allow you to think quickly. It's going to shut down other functions in your body because it needs to circulate blood and hormones to your extremities so you can either like fight or flight or freeze right and it's going to improve like concentration and memory in those acute moments but the problem that happens is over time if you have chronic exposure to all of these stressors every single day then obviously that's no good right this is what can over time can lead to us being fatigued being exhausted having adrenal burnout And so... Your cortisol also helps to regulate and support your blood sugar levels, and it also helps to regulate your other hormones as well. If you are experiencing weight gain, cortisol and insulin are the two hormones you want to look at. They communicate to each other. Your insulin is what balances out your blood sugar, and insulin is a fat-storing hormone. And cortisol will regulate your insulin, and cortisol is a fat-storing hormone. So if you've got a lot of cortisol and stress going on, and you are not eating a purple appropriately and you've got like high insulin or insulin sensitivity going on. Maybe there's issues with like diabetes or PCOS, but you don't have to have these conditions to have irregular blood sugar or insulin resistance. If you're just not eating the right foods and you're overdoing it on grains and gluten and carbohydrates and sugar, you're going to have issues with your blood sugar. And so then cortisol goes up, insulin goes up, and they're both fat storing hormones, so what's gonna happen, you're going to gain weight. That's what happens there. Oftentimes in a lot of weight loss programs, they do not talk about hormones, they do not talk about insulin, and how insulin plays a role in weight loss. And it's so important to address your insulin. And so many women I speak to in my practice are like, well, I don't have diabetes. I don't have issues with insulin. Yes, we all have insulin, unless of course you're like type one diabetic, but we all have insulin. And on some level, I can promise you, we all have issues with our blood sugar. And so this is why like getting an adequate protein, getting an adequate fat, eating regular meals, staying hydrated, moving your body, these, and sleep. These are so important for managing your insulin and your blood sugar. And in turn, it's going to help assist with your weight. So it's the exact things that we address in our eight-week metabolic reset program. So ladies, the registration's open right now, and if you're interested to come join us, grab one of those spots, because we only accept 40 women, okay? And what we're doing in that program is we are addressing the insulin, and we're addressing the cortisol with food, and balancing out your meals in a specific way so that you can actually lose weight and balance your hormones all at the same time. It's fabulous. We have women who get pregnant in our program and support their fertility, and they manage their menopausal symptoms, their thyroid, their PCOS, their diabetes, and also their PMS, and they help to regulate their cycle. So it's really wonderful. It's like a beautiful cascade that happens when you eat the right food. Okay, so going back to cortisol for a second, and specifically your adrenals, and I did mention this briefly yesterday, is that, you know, a lot of us talk about cortisol and our adrenals like we have adrenal fatigue or adrenal burnout. And really it's not that it's the adrenals. It's the brain. It's there's communication that's going on between your brain and your adrenals. And when you are constantly stressed, constantly stressed all the time, all the time, all the time. And what happens is the communication between your brain and your adrenals, it kind of stops. It kind of like comes to a halt. And that's why you experience adrenal burnout, but it really is an HPA axis, your hypothalamus, your pituitary, and your adrenals. It's a miscommunication that's happening between those two because basically your brain is like, listen, I'm not sending you more cortisol. I'm not sending you more adrenaline because you are just doing this all the time and you're constantly stressed and like, we're exhausted over here. So we're just going to cut off communication. That's basically what happens. So if you have dysregulated cortisol, then you could potentially experience diabetes. It could lead to diabetes because it helps to regulate your blood sugar. So again, they play a role. It can lead to metabolic syndrome, right? Where you have like more abdominal fat as well as blood sugar and insulin resistance, depression, low sex drive, low thyroid, fatigue, and exhaustion, irregular periods and heavy periods, autoimmune conditions, infertility and PCOS, and accelerated aging, all things that none of us want, right? So, if you're listening to this and any of those things that you can relate to, I wanna hear from you in the chat box. I'm starting to get a little worried because I don't see any comments here and I really wanna make sure you guys can hear me. So, let me put it here. Can you hear me? I'm just gonna type it here. Okay. <laughs> Please let me know if you can hear me because that would suck. I'm talking to nobody. Okay. So what about having your cortisol imbalance? Because it will, yes, you can hear me. Okay, thanks, Lisa. Okay, so there are joys to having your cortisol imbalance. And what does that actually look like? If your cortisol is in balance, you are going to feel calm, you're going to feel cool, and you're going to feel collected. You are actually going to bounce out of bed in the morning with energy. You are going to crave nutrient-dense food because if you've got a lot of adrenal issues going on, there's a good chance you're craving salt and you're craving sugar. But if your cortisol and your adrenals are like even keel, you are going to actually crave good food. You're not going to have crazy sugar cravings. And also, you can go four to six hours between your meals. This is huge. If you are eating a meal and like an hour later, you are starving and you need more food, something is up. Something is up there hormonally. Something is going on with cortisol. Something is going on with your insulin. So pay attention to this because you should be able to go four to six hours between your meals without feeling hangry and like you're going to kill somebody because you need food and without feeling irritable and shaky and experiencing those low blood sugar, that blood sugar low. Okay. You also have this like attitude that everything is figure outable, right? That's what happens when you have cortisol imbalance. Also you have good memory. Like you feel sharp. You can recall where you put your keys or your wallet. So this is really the joys of having your cortisol imbalance. Okay. Now we're going to move on to your thyroid and ladies, I really want to hear from you. If any of this is relating to you, then please share with me in the chat box and let me know what symptoms are showing up for you. And let's chat about it. Okay. So let's talk about your thyroid this is where your thyroid gland is. It's this beautiful butter-shaped gland in the base of your neck, and it is going to control your metabolism. Now, when I say metabolism, that doesn't just necessarily mean weight, okay? Metabolism is how things move in your body. So it also is going to control the metabolism of your ovaries, which is something that is often overlooked with infertility. You have to do a full thyroid panel because this is so key for conceiving. And so having a full thyroid panel is so key for fertility, but just in general, so we can really see what's going on with your thyroid and your metabolism in general. So your thyroid... It's going to help you feel energetic, you're going to feel healthy and slim, you're going to feel happy and sexy, and you're just going to have this like metabolism humming along. But if you have dysregulated thyroid, here are some symptoms that might show up. So you're going to feel really sluggish, really run down, and really, really tired. You're going to experience infrequent bowel movements, and you might be constipated. And why does this happen with thyroid? it's going back to metabolism. Like I said, things move in the body, right? So your thyroid helps things to move, to move along in the body. And if it's sluggish, you're gonna have sluggish digestion and you might even feel like really bloated after your meals. And you're also going to feel really constipated and potentially backed up. Your thyroid, you know, if it's out of balance, you're also maybe going to experience some unexplained weight gain. You might feel depressed. You might feel very puffy in your body and inflamed. You could experience some excessive menstrual bleeding. That's especially if you have hyperthyroidism and because things now are moving like super, super fast in the body. You could also experience excess hair loss. This is typically what shows up when you have dysregulated thyroid, okay? But if you have it in balance, like I said, you're going to feel energetic. You're going to think clearly. You're going to be able to manage your weight easier. You're not going to have issues with digestion or your bowels. You'll actually have a bowel movement every 12 hours. You should have a bowel movement every single day. So important. You will have a full set of eyebrows. If you do not and you're losing the outer like one third of your eyebrows, this can be a sign of hypothyroidism you will have healthy hair that stays on your head. I do lose hair and it's reg—it's normal to lose hair every single day. But if you are losing like excessive amounts, then definitely you want to look into your thyroid. Also, if you have your thyroid imbalance, you are going to want to have sex. You are going to have the desire for sex, which is so important. Sex is one of those things that needs to be included into our healing toolkit. We talk about supplements, we talk about nutrition and sleep and all that kind of stuff, but sex needs to be on that list, ladies. And many of us are not feeling it because we are exhausted and we've got these hormonal imbalances going on. So you will have a desire for sex if you can get your thyroid imbalance and also if you can manage your cortisol as well. And sex is amazing because it's going to actually produce a lot of oxytocin and serotonin in your body and you're going to feel good and these like good energizing hormones are going to come rushing through your body and it's actually great for combating high cortisol levels. And then also I think I mentioned like your memory, you're going to have like a really crystal clear memory. If your thyroid is in balance, you're also going to have nice, clear skin and very strong nails when your thyroid is in balance. Okay. So let's move on to estrogen, the third hormonal Charlie's Angels. So your estrogen is so important because it actually helps to produce also your serotonin, which is your happy hormone. If you have healthy amounts of estrogen, it's what's actually going to help lead to very amazing orgasms. It's going to help keep your mood stable. I like to call estrogen the sex kitten hormone (laughs) because You feel sexy, and you feel healthy in your body, and you feel slim, and you sleep well, and it actually helps prevent wrinkles, and you just feel great in your body when you have healthy amounts of estrogen. But when estrogen can get out of balance, many of us might be familiar with estrogen dominance, and so, you know, this is when we might experience a very low libido, we might experience some very dry skin, we could experience increased hunger, a lack of Ovulation, we could have a heavy period and heavy flow if we have estrogen dominance. More breast tenderness going on, especially around your cycle. You might be experiencing things like fibroids and cysts because Estrogen causes things to really like grow in the body. So that's something to pay attention to if that's been what's happening. You might have more PMS symptoms, more brain fog, and also things like PCOS if there's some underlying estrogen dominance, so higher estrogen in relation to your progesterone, okay? If you have low estrogen, you might have hot flashes and irritability and sleep disturbances and dry skin and low sex drive and headaches and migraines. This is what can typically show up with low estrogen and also having very sporadic periods as well, not having a regular cycle. Okay. But when your estrogen is in balance, like I said, you're going to feel sexy and slim and energized and have great orgasms. That's what healthy estrogen can do for you. So how do we fix all of this, right? I just kind of like threw all of this on you. And now it's like, okay, what do I actually do? I'm feeling all of these things. I can relate to everything that you're saying. I'm not feeling good. I'm having a low sex drive. I feel so exhausted. I'm gaining weight. So Honestly, it comes down to the same things that I shared yesterday. It's the foundational things that are so, so, so important, like your nutrition and eating an anti-inflammatory whole foods diet, focusing on your sleep and creating a healthy routine around sleep, making sure you're staying hydrated because hydration is so key, especially for detoxification and flushing out the bowels. Moving and sweating is so important. Sweating is one of the ways that we actually detox. Movement is gonna help support our bone density, and keep us healthy and fit and energized. That's really important. But there's other things that we also want to keep in mind, like acupuncture. This can be a really great tool for actually boosting our progesterone levels. So if you've got estrogen dominance, you will typically have lower progesterone and acupuncture can be wonderful for boosting your progesterone and supporting your adrenals. You want to avoid endocrine disruptors, right? So you want to avoid things like flame retardants, and GMOs, and plastics, and BPA, and pesticides, and herbicides, phytoestrogens, right? These are things you really want to be conscious of, and you want to avoid these estrogen sort of mimickers, these endocrine disruptors. Vitamin C is so incredible for supporting hormonal health, supporting progesterone production. It's a very important antioxidant that's amazing for like cellular renewal and cellular energy. It keeps your skin healthy, because it helps with collagen production. So these are some simple things that you can incorporate. And these are all things that we go over and address inside our metabolic reset program. So ladies, I want you to know that if you're stuck and you're like, yes, I relate to all of this. These are the symptoms I'm experiencing. And you got to get a hold of your diet and you really got to clean that up. Join us in the metabolic reset because we will help you we will help you do that. That's exactly what we do in the metabolic reset program. We've got all the meal plans laid out for you. You don't have to second guess anything. You just follow the plans and eat what's on there. The food is delicious. This is not about deprivation. This is about reclaiming your health, reclaiming your hormonal health and getting that excess weight off so that you can truly feel vibrant and healthy and wonderful in your skin. Okay. Oh, thanks Lisa. Okay. For sharing. I feel like I have a problems with all three of those. I'll be signing up. Oh, we really it. that listen the metabolic reset is our flagship program we have hundreds of women in that program we have such amazing testimonials i don't know if you guys saw earlier in the group kim had shared how she is 33 pounds down she is on an amazing mission she has over 100 pounds to lose and she's been awesome inside our private coaching group and you know she shares like she shares her ups and downs and i want you guys to know like weight loss isn't a linear process. Your health in general, right? Like even with my autoimmune, I have good days. I have bad days. I have good weeks. I have bad weeks. Like it can be really up and down. For example, it's ragweed season. I've never had environmental allergies before until this year. And all of a sudden, I have these crazy allergies, stuffy nose, watery eyes, like sore throat, like runny nose. It's like all over the place, like congested head. And I feel like shit. There's been days this summer where I have just felt like shit. And that's the thing. It's these things can come along and just kind of like derail you off of your course, but don't let something like that stop you. It's about taking the baby steps every single day. And I always say to my clients, like nothing changes if nothing changes. Right. And because I'm taking such good care of myself, and because I eat well, and you know, I follow the principles inside our metabolic reset program, and I take my supplements, and I focus on my my sleep and my stress, I can better handle when something like that comes my way, like an environmental allergy attack or something like that, right? But imagine if I didn't have those foundational things in place, it could knock me out for weeks, and I could really feel like shit, and my health could really take a turn for the worst. So, The foundational stuff, I know it sounds so unsexy, but it's the stuff that makes the biggest difference. I know sometimes we just wanna like grab the fancy shake or the fancy supplement, but it doesn't work that way. We gotta do the work. We gotta show up for ourselves. We gotta take responsibility and we gotta eat well and we gotta choose the right foods. Cutting out things like the gluten, the grains, the dairy, the sugar, I'm telling you ladies, this makes such a profound difference. It's such an amazing place to start with when it comes to really reclaiming your health. And in such a little amount of time, you can feel so much better. We had another woman inside our group. It was Dawn who was going to go on prednisone. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with prednisone, but it's a very nasty drug. My mother went on it because of her autoimmune and all the inflammation she was experiencing. And she gained like 40 pounds quickly because that's what prednisone does. And it also has your body like retain and hold onto a lot of water. And it's a very nasty drug with very nasty side effects. And Dawn, who was inside our program, like her doctor wanted to put her on prednisone. She followed our metabolic reset program. She lost over 20 pounds and all her pain and inflammation is gone and she does not need medication. And so there are so many amazing more testimonials like that inside the Metabolic Reset Program. We'd love to have you guys. If you have any questions about it, don't hesitate to reach out. And outside of that, if you're watching this in the replay, I hope that you are going to, you know, take some of the information and the strategies and the tips that I'm sharing, and you guys are really going to implement them. They really can make a profound difference. Thanks everybody for being here. I talked your your ears off for quite some time. If you have any other questions, don't hesitate to post them below in this video, and I will be back tomorrow with the last day of our three-day hormonal health series, and if you guys have questions, don't hesitate to reach out. We'll be sure to get to them, all right? Thanks for being here with us. Oh, thanks so much, Lisa. I appreciate that. I'm going to put the link here to our holistic wellness, hold on, to our metabolic reset program, and you can go and check it out, and registration is currently open. And we close in a few days and also this Thursday night for everybody that joins us in the Metabolic Reset program, you are getting a bonus class with me. This Thursday night, we're doing a class for all of uh, the women inside the Metabolic Reset Program. We're going to talk about sugar cravings and how you can overcome them and mindset. And I'm just going to really do like a nice kickoff call to help you guys get started. Okay. Awesome. Oh, hi, Rooney. Awesome. So I'm hopping off, guys. Thanks so much for being here. It was a pleasure chatting with you guys. And if you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out and I'll see you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you have any questions, again, find me over on Instagram at Holistic Wellness Foodie. If you haven't yet left us a rating and a review, please do so. They'd mean so much to me. My team and I always read them and they are so valuable and they let me know that our work is getting out there and reaching the right people and really supporting you guys. So you can leave a rating and a review on any podcast platform that you listen to us on. And if you wanna grab the show notes from today, head on over to our website holisticwellness.ca forward slash episode 75. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will chat with you all next week. Take care.